When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 here in Perth and also Gloucester Park tonight and another big uh, card tonight and uh, looking forward to some great racing coming to this summer period and we've been certainly enjoying some great racing and um, tonight's no different as I introduce Glenn Mortimer and uh, Mortz, uh, another big week last week. Yes, morning, Michael. Great to be here, as always, on a beautiful Friday morning. Isn't it? The sun's shining, the birds are singing. Beautiful. Going to be a great night. At Gloucester Park, a win for the Battlers last Friday night at GP, thanks to uh, Better Start Dreaming and Bura. <laughs> a double to our man, Lindsay Harper, with Better Start Dreaming and Heng, Heng both driven by Kyle Harper as well. And a double to Nathan Turvey and Emily Savelko. Surprise, surprise. Is that all? Monday, just three winners for Junior. He's uh, 25% short there. And uh, on Tuesday, doubles uh, to Junior, Shannon Savelko and Ryan Warwick. And how about the win by our man, Cody Waldrot, oh. on Friday night with Babyface Adder. He yeah. would have been unbearable on the trip home back to uh, <laughs> yeah. Boyne up Friday he night. He was when he ran second. <laughs> he was, absolutely. Uh, a few 150 lashes on the way back, but... Um, yeah, great win by uh, Babyface Adder and great night ahead at GP tonight with the Garrards, your one-stop shop, Howard Porter Memorial. Mm. So can't wait for that. Now, Radley. Yes. After Rava reported a 24% <laughs> lift in profit, surely there must be some re- pressure to repay the 20% reduction in state money between April and August last year. You'd think so. I'd, I'd, I'd hope they've got some plans to redistribute that. Obviously, it's a record... Um, a record performance. So, yeah, you'd, you'd think there'd now be some money ready to come back, in, particularly infrastructure for, for um, venues that really need it. And obviously, I think it's a no-brainer paying that 20, 20% back to the owners that, that won it to start with because it was a uh, measure to, to bring in because we didn't know. It was a bit of uncertainty. But now there's certainty that the, <laughs> the wagering went up. It, it, I think it should be payback. Yes, the bills certainly weren't 20% less uh, no. during that time. And in your position, I expect you'll be putting a bit of pressure on uh, Rawa to make sure that happens, which is very grateful on behalf of the owners. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Now, do we need to have a look at the Inter-Dominion format? Uh, the Gallops have the Everest with $6.2 million to the winner. The Dishies have the Phoenix with, you know, 750 k to the winner. And we have the Inters, which is worth 270 k which is less than the WA Pacing Cup. And I see that New Zealand have just announced a slot race as well. Yeah, New Zealand's announced a slot race. I think it's for half a million. Uh, correct. Um, I th- look, I, I think there is um, – there's been talk about doing a, a slot race for a while. We even looked at doing one and just 
there was a there was a few issues around it. Um, I, I think I think there will be a move to to a slot race. I I think that will have an effect on the Inter Dominion because. I mean, the slot race could actually take over from the end of the but that's that's yet to be seen. But there is no doubt that the success of the Everest has now snowballed into other uh, the other two codes. And look, I think it's about time that, you know, probably one of the things with Harness, a lot of traditionalists in this industry and... We've really enjoyed the Inter-Dominion for many, many years, but, you know, we just can't continue to... Well, the other thing with Inter-Dominion, New Zealand's not in it anymore. Correct. So they've pulled out. So it's not... Even though the horses race, the, the jurisdictions aren't there. So, uh, look, I, I think there's got to be a bit of movement moving forward and, and you know, there, there's certainly, I think, the investigations into a, a slot race. So Very good. Yeah. Good to hear. And how was the AGM uh, during the week, Michael? Nice profit, uh, Posted by Gloucester Park. Yeah, yeah, the club uh, went really well in the last financial year, and the club's going really well. A couple of new sponsors, as we've announced over the last couple of weeks here. But um, uh, the three board members got back on: John Burt, the Running Camel, Robbie Gartrell, and uh, Alan Parker. Um, but yeah, look, it's setting up for a really good good year again this year. Our Taste of WA has been a big success, and, and our our Christmas bookings are really, really good. So really looking forward to to coming in. So it's on the back of a good year, and hopefully we can continue it with support of great sponsors like Retrovision. And it was great to see Ed Dewar made a yeah, life member of Gloucester member. Park as yeah, well. Yeah, so. certainly. Like, you look at his statistics, and even Alan Parker said, I didn't you don't realise the magnitude of of what he's done in the sports. And I can remember when I, you know, when I was, you know, Whippy, Whippy's Miss Penny and you know, mm. Whippy Tyler coming over and she she was just amazing, Whippy's Miss Penny. Like, I think she was Australian two-year-old, the Australian three-year-old, the year. like she was, yeah. Yeah, that was but, great. Yeah, so, but uh, no, I think he's, I think he's bred the, the third most amount of winners ever in WA or the second, something like that. It's yeah, amazing. amazing. So that was great to see. Yeah, certainly was. A well-deserved, um, well-deserved honour. All right, uh, with Without further ado, our uh, special guest today is uh, the informed Madison Brown. But before we do, she's driving Manning, who's very short on tab touch. Firm from a dollar thirty to a dollar twenty-six, uh, racing a very similar field to he beat uh, at the end of August. And let's go back to the twenty-seventh of August, where Manning he peels off the back of Tyler Brett and uh, Euphoria and proves too good. Time. So Tyler Brett, the inside, Euphoria, Manning trying to come out wider. Further back, Euphoric Moment. Hall has taken Euphoria to the front where Manning is giving chase strongly. Euphoric Moment's out wider. Tyler Brett tries to respond in the straight. Euphoria, Manning the outside. Tyler Brett tries to come back. It's Euphoria and Manning, but Manning's the one. Manning takes the lead, draws clear now from Euphoria, Tyler Brett and boom time and Manning. Manning comes away for an impressive win by four and a half metres. Second, Euphoria, ahead away third, boom time and Tyler Brett. Yeah, trained by Justin Prentice, owned by uh, Trotsin Syndicate number 16, and they've had good success with him. But uh, Madison Brown's been a great combination with Manning since jumping aboard, I think, in the country derbies uh, when he was a three-year-old. And uh, Madison joins us on the line right now. How are you, Madison? Good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Manning, we, we'll start with Manning before we uh, get into a bit of your yep. career, uh, Madison. He's a bit of an enigmatic horse. What's he like to drive? <laughs> Um, he's really laid back, too laid back, to be honest. Um, sometimes I really got to fire him up in the warm up just to, to switch him on. Um, but Justin's just recently changed his work up a bit because he was going to the races a bit, a bit dour when his track work was so good at home. So, um, yeah, Justin's changed up his work, um, as of late and he's actually, you know, showing a bit more life, um, when he's at the races. 
Yeah, he's the opposite to a normal sports rider. Usually they're really fizzy, but he's the other way. You've got to, you actually you see him in the stables and he's almost asleep. <laughs> yes, he's yeah, a... that's right. Even when he's walking out into the parade ring, I have to <laughs> remind him to even walk forward and walk on. So um, it's not a bad thing, though, because I can rev him out in his races and, and he always comes back underneath me. So Now, he's in race, um, he's in race eight tonight and he's uh, he's drawn the two was held up uh, last start um, and run and the run before didn't lose any ground against a really really good field much better field than what he's racing tonight obviously uh, barrier two hasn't had a hasn't had a good draw like that for a while you'll be looking to hold the lead and just improve the position yeah yeah that's it um definitely is like a horse you have to wait for a good draw with him um and tonight he gets that so um i do expect him to to lead and win there is a bit of speed out wide but hopefully we can um sharp him up in the prelim so he's um he's on song so we'll be watching you in the prelim just to uh (laughs) just to see how good he is not that uh, (laughs) not that we're gonna at that stage be launching into a dollar 26 but he's a really good chance and another good chance you've got tonight um, in race six, number four, my carbon copy uh, raced in a um, a small field last week. Copped a lot of interference, a hell of a lot right at the uh, halfway down the straight, and I thought made up some great ground to not be beaten by much. So um, he's a horse with a bit of ability. We spoke to Senior last week, and he he said he has his um, had his little, he has his uh, own mind sometime. But uh, what's the plan with my carbon copy tonight in race six, Madison? Um, well, he does go really good off the fence, but um, we'll have to see what what what's going to happen this week, whether or not we stay off if we do want to be four back or it is a small field again, which suits him because he can just get the cosy run and he's got quite a quite a good sprint. So last week I ended up get, actually getting seven days for that interference. So um, and I think I got. <laughs> I got catapulted out of the seat a bit, so when I landed back in the seat and I wasn't on the deck, I thought, "Oh crap, I'm still in a race here." So <laughs> he sort of found his own way. He sort of found his own way to the line. Um, so his run last week was actually really good. Um, and again, yeah, hopefully he can get a cosy run in with a small field. I think I think he'll be there. Um, albeit I don't get into any more trouble. Yeah, no, he was very unlucky uh, last out. Now, one question I've always wanted to ask you, uh, Madison, and What's the conversation like in the car on the way home if you post uh, Junior three wide? Um, nah, he usually the conversation in the car on the way home is usually all right. So when we come in out first, coming off the track, he he might give me a cook, but that's racing, <laughs> so I don't take it. I don't take it personally. And I hope you uh, give him a cook sometimes if he posts your three wide, or you get held up behind him. Oh, absolutely. I'm the opposite. He doesn't stop hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Now, uh, Madison, um, you were obviously born into harness racing. Your dad is uh, one of the legends of, of harness racing. So uh, the obvious question, I guess you were always destined to be in harness racing at some stage? Yeah, I think so. I, when, I used to ride when I was um, quite young and I got bored of it and actually went off and did dancing and all that. Um, but then I think about 12, I started riding again. And at that stage, um, my sisters, Kiara and Chloe, got into the pony trots. So I kind of um, just followed them around the pony trots and became friends with Denny Roberts when we were eight. 
um, and we went through pony trots together and, yeah, it sort of just went, went from there. I mean, I had the best teacher, you know, right there, dad giving me all the giving me all the tips and tricks so yeah I think it just progressed on to track work and and from there but I had to finish school before I was allowed to um get out there and race and I see that uh, one of the first bits of uh, one of the first tips that uh, your dad gave you when you first started driving and in particular when you're driving a race it's a lot about tactics and things like that but rather than fill your head with tactics was uh to stay safe and stay tidy out there (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Um, most of my um, feedback from Dad was, you're getting too messy driving them out. You need to watch Gavin Lang. <laughs> model, yourself on, model yourself on Gavin Lang. He didn't want me going out there looking like a Yahoo. So um, sometimes I do look like a Yahoo when I'm, when I'm trying a bit too hard. But um, no, that's probably one of the other things as well. Even when I went over to race riding with Grant and Lana Williams, Alana was very very strict on me to be tidy in the saddle um, in the ride to the finish. So, yeah, yeah I think that is pretty good. Um, uh, a pretty good tip. I wonder how many how many mentors have said just watch Gavin Lang. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon every one of them just said be like Gavin. And and I don't think there's anyone you could have learned better off as far as thoroughbred racing than Alana Alana Williams. Like she was one of the a great jockey and, and she was. obviously turned into a great trainer with, with Grant in her own right. What, what was, what was your, your career like in thoroughbred racing? Obviously very different to, to harness racing. Yeah, short. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was, it was really good. It was a good learning curve. And I look back now and I, I half, I wish I had just stuck it out a little bit longer, but at the point when I did need to have a break, my mental health wasn't, great and I just knew that I needed to have that needed to have that little break and unfortunately um just found it a bit hard to get another um boss to go to no one was really interested in having an apprentice at that at that time so I was told um so I ended up just putting the queue in the rack which is which is a shame because um yeah I'd worked I'd worked pretty hard um and it is a lot harder being an apprentice jockey than being a junior driver that's for sure Yes, uh, you drove uh, over 100 winners before you uh, you jumped uh, into the saddle, and I think you're the only person that's gone from, or the first person that's gone from being a rainsman to being uh, a jockey. Yeah, usually it's the other way. Yeah, correct. Most go from jockey to rainsman, but I think you were the first one to actually um, go from being a rainsman to being a jockey. So what was the motivating factor to get out of that and, you know, try the harness? Um, try, yeah. I was obviously with Michael Grantham for a little while and um, just having a bit to do with his mum, Kelly, as well, um, just seeing them with the um, racehorses and that. And it was always something that um, always something that sort of interests me, but I just sort of didn't really have that avenue to get into it. And um, Grant and Alana needed a rider, so Kelly um, was working out there at the time and I went out there a few days a week and started riding work and it just sort of, sort of yeah, started started from there and... Well, I didn't look back. Um, for I think I was working at Grant Alana's for maybe about two years, but I was only race riding for eight months. And you won your last race on a, um, in the sulky behind a horse called Star Armbro, 
And then when you came back, you yeah. won your first race back <laughs> on a horse by the name of Star Armbro. Yeah. Must have been uh, quite a thrill to uh, – must have been good just to get back into harness racing and, and uh, get those uh, wins on the board early. Yeah, it was. I had a pretty good start to my career coming back into harness racing. Um, senior put me on a few sit and steers even when I had my first few trials back. So um, that was pretty good. I've, I've quietened down a bit now. Um, you know, I only get a few drives a week, but I'm still enjoying it. Um, and I'm helping Michael Grantham in the mornings as well. So I still have a fair bit to do with the thoroughbreds as well, being told to try and I should get back race riding, but I don't know. I feel a bit old now to be going back out there. <laughs> oh. And gee, Mickey G's going, uh, oh. Michael Grantham's going uh, well, picking up the Northern Gold uh, Cup the other week, which was great. Madison, the best horse that you've you've been lucky enough to be behind? Um, oh, I've used to do all of Chicago Bulls track work, so... Oh. Okay. I'd say he's probably the best horse. Well, that's uh, that's certainly <laughs> but answered. Uh, that certainly answered that question. And and what's been your biggest thrill to date in in either harness racing or uh, in the saddle? Um, for harness racing, it was probably winning the Group One um, on Longreach Bay. That that was a that was a big thrill. Actually, there wasn't it wasn't ever really a, a foreseeable goal. I thought when I first come back to harness, I didn't think I'd come back and drive a group one. So that was pretty awesome. Um, and for my race riding is when I rode Kimbo's girl on Perth cup day for Simon Miller. Um, she was an outsider during the outside gate and she, she flew the gate and led and gave me my first big win in front of a, a big crowd. That was a, that was a real big thrill as well. For Simon Miller as well. <laughs> there would have been some good celebrations that night after the uh, races. That's for sure. Or, um, I don't remember, actually. Grant probably cracked the whip and told me to get home. He <laughs> probably had work the next day. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Madison, thanks for joining us today. Good luck tonight. Uh, you've got driving for two of the biggest stables uh, in WA for Gary Hall Sr. And, and also Justin Prentice. So I know the Trots in Syndicate will be cheering for you on Manning. So thanks for joining us today, and um, we'll see you out there tonight. No worries. Thank you. Good on your Madison Brown. Interesting chat there. Boys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's like I said, very unusual. They go from uh, rainsman to yeah. uh, to jockey. She was the first person to do it, and yeah. not, uh, too many can, not too many can say they've won both. Won in both. No, and then in she's, town as well, and come back and yeah. Well, what's the best horse she'd driven? That uh, <laughs> she took a while to get it out. I'm Chicago Bull. So she's been very lucky. Had some, as she said, had some good sit and steers, and um, you know uh, Manning has never gone better than having Madison Brown yeah. uh, in the sulking. And there's no doubt that he's, he's much better when he's in front or outside the outside the leader doing it his own way rather than following horses. So tonight hopefully he gets that. And this segment was brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, made for work, 736 stockists nationwide and they're so comfortable you don't have to wear them in. Mortz, you know this. Mate, they uh, Australia Australia's leading supplier of work boots, uh, as we know, and they are just very comfortable, very durable, and I think uh, one of our favourite stables down in Boyna might yeah. uh, might have the Steel Blues uh, on right at the moment. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't got them on this morning, Michael. No, I just I, I uh, was in a rush this morning. And <laughs> I was in a rush and didn't actually have to. Have, I didn't have them on, but I might wear them tonight. I might wear them tonight because they're not just work boots. Absolutely. There's there's other types of boots you can wear for the office and everything. Like Correct. they're 
and they're very comfortable. I mean, Ross Fitzgerald. All right, as we go to the break, the feature race last week was the Pro Chevalier Group 3, and you mentioned it before, uh, Lindsay and Kyle Harper combining. Unfortunately, bled from both nostrils, hang, hang, so he'll be out, still be stood down for three months after uh, Friday night. But as we go to the break, here's hang, hang, uh, leading all the way in the Pro Chevalier. And four deep is Finn Vara letting go with a good burst now. Le Suleiman's back on the inside. And then came the White Rabbit. Magnificent is now running fifth as Finn Vara sweeps up out wide. Hang, hang the leader. Finn Vara the outside. Then Doc Holiday, Magnificent. And further back is Le Suleiman. Hang, hang in front. Here's Finn Vara closing in, but Hang, hang's got the lead. Finn Vara's trying to get there. Hang, hang is hanging on from Finn Vara, Magnificent. And Hang, hang. And the Harpers have done it again out in front. Hang, hang beat Finn Vara, Magnificent. And Doc Holiday. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Ideal line of Galactic Star. No run, my carbon copy. Babyface had us right there in the 1 1 to the turn. Ideal liner. He's throwing everything at it, and Bletchley Park Hall's about to go for it. 27 7 the next quarter. Ideal liner responds from Bletchley Park, who found that not much on the bend needs to lift. Babyface had her at a big price. Galactic Star trying to get through there. My carbon copy, and what a bray, but it's Babyface Adder coming at Ideal liner. Ideal liner grabbed by Babyface Adder. Galactic Star flies the inside. Babyface Adder. Galactic Star steaming through. Baby Babyface had a beat Galactic Star Radio liner. My carbon copy. And then... Yeah, Babyface had her in the free-for-all. A bit of an upset. $26 he's paid. The better you, the better you go, the more you win. It's interesting. I mean, it wasn't a massive upset because he, <laughs> because he was really, really good at the start before. So I was just it was, an, it was an upset in terms of the price that he was. Yep. I couldn't believe he got out to that price. No, it was a great win for our man Cody. Oh. He's got him absolutely flying, which is great. Isn't he? And this segment brought to you by none other than Retrovision. Who else could we follow up with a Cody Waldrop win than Retrovision? Your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. And we're getting right to the end of the bonus bonus month. Michael, last weekend, Oof. last weekend of the bonus Guess bonus what I'm sale. Doing. Guess what I'm doing this weekend. I saw you Google. Don't worry about Derby Day. Don't worry about Derby you'll be, Day. You'll be Googling all day. Now, we've got yeah. some great... Great deals uh, this weekend, particularly on LG OLED TV. So if you're in the market for a big TV to watch the Melbourne Cup on, get into your local Retrovision store over the weekend. Yeah, it'll be like, it's, it's like you're actually there. Absolutely. All right, our man Scott Bummer Hill's on the line. How are you, Bummer? Very well, thanks, guys. Yourself? Not too bad. And a couple of winners last week? Yeah, a couple there. And, uh, yeah, Thought, uh, actually, top of the straight, I thought Ideal Liner was home yeah. as well. But uh, Cody, as you've just touched on, he's got that horse absolutely flying. And uh, to think where he's come from in 12 months, it's a pretty impressive effort. Yeah, Northern Cup winner. Well, before that, obviously, Cody got him. And then he's won the Northern Cup. He's won in town. It's just, yeah, been a great training training and driving performance. So Yeah, and obviously, with the big races coming up, he would be... Um, yeah. Hoping that he can just continue yeah. on and get a start well, in those big he'll, races. He'll be getting a start at the moment, yeah. unless something else happens. So, yep. All right, let's get into our uh, our previews for this week. And we start at race number three, which is the Garrard's Rio, Rio Cobra Sulky Pace over the 25.36. And as we have a look at the Tab Touch market, it's the brand that funds the industry, Tab Touch. Allwoods Rock and Roll at $26. Alterette at 4.40. Vivier D'Amour is the favourite at 3.60. 
El Guerrero, $7. Mini Mignette at $16. Euphoria at $4.20. Blue Blazer, $6. You can scratch eight major stare. Number nine is Rock and Roll Whippy at $91. Then we've got the back line, Star of the Class, $51. Smart Fortune, $41. And Robbie Easton at $9.50. We've got about uh, four or five horses around about the $3-$4-$5 mark. Bomber, which way are you going? Yeah, it was quite a few shorties tonight, so we've chopped for a bit of value. And, uh, yeah, Blue Blazer here, I, I thought he won't be getting involved early. And there looks, well, hopefully, there looks to be plenty of pressure pushing forward off the front line here with Al Guerrero. He's a brilliant beginner. Devere de Moore, she'll be trying to hold her feet underneath him. And then you've got Euphoria, who will also look forward and look look to head to the breeze as well. And looks like a pretty quick lead time. And I think uh, Blue Blazer, over the long trip, can just sit out the back, mind his own business. And if he can follow the right helm at home, he's going to be very, very... Uh, fast, late, and a, and a real blowout, I hope. Like you said, a very, very competitive race here, and uh, just looking at the last word, compliments of our very good friend Tim Walker at Tab Radio. Aldo Cordoparsi, Allwoods Rock and Roll, will come off the gate and sit on the three ideally. Alterette looks a competitive race. I was happy with his last run. Viva Demore getting fitter with every run. Great draw for her. Kyle Harper, first up, but has the class for a forward showing. Nathan Turvey, capable with the right run. Gary Hall Senior, each way. And Nathan Turvey with Blue Blazer, freshened up and looks well. So that is a race full of many chances, uh, Bomber. So race three, number seven, Blue Blazer, currently showing $6. What's the staking plan? Yeah, he's a one unit bet to kick off. As you said, very, very open race. We... We obviously need it run upside down, but I think that could well be the case here. All right, so that is race number three. The next race we're going to look at is race number five, which is the main race of the night, the Garage Your One Stop Shop Howard Porter Memorial. It's group three over the 21.30 metres, and we've got Fancy a Dance at 9.50 in from $11. Babyface Adder. Punters haven't missed it this week. He's uh, 480 into 440. You can scratch number three, Miracle Moose. Go Go, go, go Gabbana, the mayor, $81. Ideal Liner, $23. Hurricane Harley. He opened up $1.95 with the scratching. He's into 140 As Happy as Larry at 31 In from 91 So a, a correction there for Happy as Larry. Better start dreaming at 71 And Perfect Major outside the front line at 550 Bummer. Howard Porter Memorial, which way are we going here? Yeah, I, I can only see this race ran one way and uh, he's in pretty tight now, but he did open up luxurious odds and that's uh, Hurricane Harley. I can't find a way they possibly beat him here. He, he's probably one of the fastest horses off the gate in the country, this horse, and he hasn't had the gate to, to use that in the West yet, but uh, tonight's the night, I'm sure, and uh, Junior will light him up. He'll roll to the top, just run sectionals that are impossible to get past, and yeah, whichever way you look at it, I just cannot see how this horse gets beat. Time to hop in the queue, Bomber. Just go and get ready to collect. I can feel this is going to be bigger than a three. It's going to be at least a five-unit bet, I would say, here, Bomber. What's the staking plan? Race five, number six, Hurricane Harley. Yeah, he's a definite five-unit bet. If you know, we can use our um, our boost and things like that to get whatever we can out of him and, and, and even use him in moldies and stuff like that, it's just an extra 40 or 50%. There's, yeah, he, he can't yeah. be beaten. Correct. Yeah, yep. he's the anchor for the night, Hurricane Harley, and the confident, the stable's confident. Uh, we, we're ready to rock That's and roll. That's one, unfortunately, I don't own. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, stay there, Bomber, as we go to the break, and Mort, you better take the, the headphones off and block your ears, because as we go to the break, 
Uh, we're going to listen to uh, the Greg and Sky Bond trained Ryan Warwick driven Boora holding on from an always gallant, always an angel. They're well clear of the rest, headed by our star Billing getting up on the inside. It's Boora and Always an Angel having a great battle. Boora the inside, Always an Angel the outside, driven up now. Trying to get on turns with Boora, who is responding the inside, and they're clear from Royal Essence around the turn. It's Boora the inside and Always an Angel, and then Royal Essence in the straight. Boora, Always an Angel. Boora is about a neck in front. Always an Angel keeps coming, but Boora's got the lead from Always an Angel. Boora fighting hard is in front of Always an Angel. Boora hanging on and Boora has won from Always an Angel by about a half a neck, about 12 metres away, Royal Essence. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Moore, far from Kalahari, gets out. Savvy Bromax about 15 metres away from the pace. She might be unlucky again, I'd say. Coming to the home turn next quarter in 29-4. She's out now, Savvy Bromack, and absolutely flying. Look at her go, Savvy Bromack, with a blistering run. Winuri Creek in front, but here comes Savvy Bromack. And then came Vivier Moore. Winuri Creek in front, but Savvy Bromack is steaming down the outside. Raced up to Winuri Creek, takes the lead, and what a win. Savvy Bromack has won from Winuri Creek. And third in Vivier Moore. Yeah, Savvy Romac, three pegs, extricated, and just too good. Certainly was. Yeah, yeah. She uh, another winner to the Turvy Silvaco combination, just unstoppable once again. This segment brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. I mean, Anthony down there at Bayswater Mazda, the corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. As we know, Mort's driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda, and you can't miss it as you're driving. Driving past either one of those those roads, it's a it's a it's a big joint with plenty of cars. I'll actually be going down there on the weekend, oh, Michael. Yeah. Yes, the old uh, F6 Typhoon is going to go up on the blocks and oh, okay. uh, going to park it up and going to buy a new car. Oh, there you go. Well done. So I'll be down to see Anthony and the team down there at Bayswater Mazda. Um, as I said, we bought a CX30. 12 months yeah. ago, beautiful car, beautifully looked after down there, so I'd be doing the same yeah. thing. Great. Different car, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not the CX-30. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what you get. All right, let's go over to the next race. We've got to have a look at it. It's race number six. It's the Garage Service with Integrity Condition Pace over the 2130 metres. A uh, small but select field and uh, competitive field. We have Born to Boogie, drawn barrier one. She's the favourite, $1.55 into $1.34. I'm Soxy, $9.00. Water Bro thirty one, My Carbon Copy at nine dollars, Alta Blues eight fifty and steady, Alta Engine at eight fifty and steady, and Miragon at nineteen dollars. Bomber, which way are we going here? Yeah, I thought number five, Alta Blues, uh, could head straight to the breeze here with uh, Born to Boogie leading. She had what was she last week, but uh, takes on the boys tonight, so a little bit, a uh, little bit tougher, and in front a bit of a different scenario as well. I thought uh, Alta Engine will shadow. Uh, out of blues across potentially and give him the give him the one one. Uh, even if he doesn't do that initially, I think he'll he'll progress to the breeze at some point during the race. So out of blues looks to get a beautiful run on the back of uh, Born to Boogie and out of engine and just hopefully those two go at it from the thousand and um, and burn each other a bit and this guy can be pretty strong laid at a really good price. Ross Oliveri, Born to Boogie, she should be leading and hard to beat. It's a good test against the boys, like you said, Bomber. And Gary Hall Sr., Alta Blues, he's a good chance, good last start, 
I don't think he don't think he can go forward straight away, but like you say, we'll get there at some stage. So race six, number five, Alta Blues. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, one unit bet. I think he's going to be almost double figures. And, yeah, whilst the mayor was super impressive last week, this is a big test. All right. The final race we're going to have a look at is race number eight. It's the Garrard's free call, 1-800-060-896. Pace over the 25, 30 metres. And as we have a look at the Tab Touch market, don't forget to download the new app from Tab Touch and plenty of new features like same-game multis. It's uh, great. Yeah, get the new app from uh, Tab Touch. Uh, the WATAB, and uh, as we have a look at the market here, we have Q-Town rip-roaring at $26, Manning, one thirty. They thought that was a good price. It's into one twenty-six. Make it quick, $31. Better Grin and Bear at, at 18 Free to Wear at 26 CC Chevron at 51 The Kraken at 26 Tyler Brett, $6. Could be the leader here. Armour Indy at $26. And in the back line, we have... Uh, DeHorse at 19, Jesse Allwood at 19, and Dead, uh, Deadlock Rockstar at $26. Bomber, which way are we going in race number eight? Yeah, I'm with you there, Raz. I think Tyler Brett gets a massive advantage drawing wide on the track here in this front straight start, and uh, he's got brilliant gate speed. He, he's going to be a, yeah, he's a, he's a real chance of crossing, and uh, from there, Dylan obviously has options. He can, he can hold up, or he may take a sit. Either way, the horse is going really, really well. His figure form probably doesn't suggest just how well he's going, but um, he ran second here back in August, the same trip when he led and took a sit behind out of blues, and and then uh, he was involved in the fastest lead time I've seen at GP in September, and he held on really bravely in there, there in the middle trip, so I don't think the trip holds any real concerns, and yeah, just thought, yeah, if he could blaze them at the start, he's going to give us a good sight. Certainly going to be an interesting start. Justin Prentice with Manning, good draw, come out hard and look for the front and Dylan, Edgerton Green, Tyler Brett each way chance in this and nice price bummer uh, very nice price so what's the staking plan here race 8, number 8 Tyler Brett He's a one unit bet as well um, yeah just once again around that sort of 6, 7, 8 dollar mark I think he'll be and uh, yeah he's got brilliant gate speed so yeah really hope he lights him up off the gate and gives us a good sight all right, looks like we're going for a bit of value tonight, uh, Bomber. So uh, good luck tonight and sprinkled throughout the card. So there's plenty of interest right throughout the card. And Mortz will be there in the last race as well because he's, as normal, has got a horse running in race number 10. Yes, because you put the trot on number nine. <laughs> well, Michael Ralston could don't, have gone don't home look at half me. an hour earlier. Don't look at me. All right, the first race at 5.25, big 10 race program uh, at uh, Gloucester Park tonight. Bomber, thanks for your time and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Yeah, looking forward to the night, guys. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right, Scott Bomber Hill there. As we go to the break, we've got to play race 10 from last week, and it was our sequel for uh, Colin Joss and Ryan Warwick combining. They found the front and were too good. Going up strongly is level pegging now. Put the nose in front. Our sequel tries to come back. At the moment, dominate the dojo trying to pick up in third and fourth. CC Chevron back on the inside. And then Q2 Town rip roaring and burning rubber around the turn. Our sequel fighting hard. Free to wear the outside, trying hard. Then CC Chevron dominate the dojos coming down the outside but not doing enough. In front, though, it's our sequel from free to wear CC Chevron. Our sequel is the leader. And our sequel's going to do it from free to wear. Third will be Q-Town rip-roaring, I'd say. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. 
You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Kayla, Ark of Rock, mixed up, muddled up, and Iron Maggie, but off the back straight, Ferguson is sitting pretty. Leads the way by five metres on Hannah McKellar. 28-8 the third quarter, and Hannah McKellar has stolen away. Leads by five metres over advanced strike. Catalyst Dream is getting back to the inside. Then Ocean Eve and running on mixed up, muddled up from a long way back. But Hannah McKellar to the urgings of Ferguson responding from Catalyst Dream. And Hannah McKellar supplements the last start success with a further win. Has beaten Catalyst Dream, then advanced strike and mixed up, muddled up, running on. Bit of a tough night uh, last week in the office, but uh, Hannah McKellar there getting the cash. But it was the uh, second place we'll worry about. Catalyst Dream at... uh, the $2 plus for our man Hayden and a bit of a tough night, but uh, no doubt we're going to get some winners this week though, Morts, which is the main thing. Absolutely. We're, uh, we're off to Northam and Collie this Mo- week. Money, uh, money lost, nothing lost. Confidence, confidence lost, lost. Everything, everything lost. lost. This segment is brought to you by Loans 123, Car Loans, Debt Consolidations, Personal Finance, who do you see? Nude nut Steve Sell talking about money. If you need money, go and see Steve. There is no better person. And Michael, if Steve can't get you sorted, you're, you're a lost hope. Absolutely. Loans123.com.au. All right, tonight uh, we've got a big country, uh, or big country on the weekend. We've got Northam on Saturday night, and then we roll into Collie on Sunday. And our man Hayden King is back with us to tip us, uh, or find us a few winners. And Hayden, we've got Northam uh, Saturday night. And then that rolls into Collie. What have you got for us starting with Northam? Northam, race two. I'm going with number six, Advanced Strike. Dylan Edgett and Green hops back aboard. And two runs ago when he was on, ran a close-up second behind Absolute Delight. And I think the difference on that occasion was Absolute Delight was 1-1. One, one, and she was 1-2, Advanced Strike. This time she draws the front, whereas Absolute Delight and Songkran, who she's had a couple of battles with recently are drawn on the back row. So I think they can seize that initiative early and work forward with advanced strike. And she's been racing really well. So I expect her to be pretty hard to beat. Song Kran was okay last Friday night at Gloucester Park in a stronger race behind Burra. Absolute delight was in that same race as well. And she copped a bad check. I think they're going to take up a fair percentage of the market and advanced strike is going to be right there with them at the thick of it. So at least an each-way chance advanced strike on a one-by-two basis. And the second tip there, well, I've got two of them. In race number three, it's a two-bet strategy. Race three, number three, Lavin Jane, and race three, number nine, Stars of Gold. I think we take them both, and I think they'll both be at a bit of a price. Lavin Jane was down the track there last time out at Narogen, and although her figure form doesn't read encouragingly, this is not a strong race, and Emily Savalko goes back aboard crucially. Strips fit a third up as well, so I think she could be one who could shock at a real price. And the same with Stars of Gold, number nine, who now has the services of Denny Roberts hopping back aboard. And last time out at Gloucester Park, she was okay there behind Colin on the pegs. And another whose figure form probably doesn't read the best, and her overall record is one from 56, but... Those in this race aren't much better in terms of their record. And I think both of those at long odds could shock. And the two girls aboard, Emily Savalko, who no one's driving better than Emily at the moment, and Denny Roberts. So uh, they they tend to get up at big prices at these meetings, some of these uh, 
these uh, girl drivers and female drivers and doing a great job as well. Yeah, driving changes can make a huge difference and they're two big ones there, so yeah. that's great. All right, then we uh, we head to Collie on Sunday. What do we got there? In the third race, I'm going with a local hope, number eight, Satsma Lu, who another should be fitter, third up from a break. The first run at Killaberran, a little bit disappointing, but you could excuse that given last time out, after breaking in the score up, she was able to come with a real whiz late and get up and run second behind our pin-up boy. So I thought that was encouraging, and there could be some pace in this race. Go Widgie will press forward, led on Tuesday at Gloucester Park, and better move along, drawn outside of it, has been racing in really good touch. I just thought around the small circuit of Collie, Go Widgie wouldn't hand a significant advantage to better move along because that would be giving away any chance of success. So if that happens, then Sats Malou could be the one smoking the pipe behind them. And even if not, Sats Malou is going to be a good each-way chance. So on a one-by-two basis, race three, number eight, Sats Malou. And then moving on to race four, number seven, I think this is the best bet of the weekend. Triple Bree worked home really well there last time out at Collie behind Watch Me React, and this looks easier, if anything, Although she never really wins out of turn, there's barely a more consistent horse racing in WA than Triple Bree. So here's hoping Excess Cheese can get the cash. Triple Bree, there we go. Triple Bree. No okay. good if you're lactose intolerant, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and hopefully that will just round out our weekend very nicely after a good night at uh, Gloucester Park tonight from Bomber. We launch into two at Northam and two at Collie. Always and good. the best bet, the last one. I was going to say, always, always good. <laughs> finishing your weekend with the best bet. Hayden, thanks for your time and we will catch up with you next week with all the late mail or the, all the tips for the country meetings over the weekend. Mort's uh, been a big show. Before we go, uh, I'll ask you about race number one tonight, 5.25 at Gloucester Park. JL, named after the great John Lohman, last start winner up against uh, the very impressive In the Spotlight who locked wheels last week in the same race. How, how's the confidence levels going into tonight's race? Oh, pretty good, uh, actually, Rads. Yeah, I know in the spotlight, you know, there were circumstances and it locked wheels and it went out the back door and, you know, JL won the race. But on the turn, uh, Junior thought it was just a matter of um, JL rounding him up and uh, she didn't, when he pulled her out, she didn't really give enough. And then when something come up on the inside, she's lifted, she would have, she would, would have stripped a lot fitter after that run. Last start was only a third ever race start. Yeah, okay. So you need to keep that in mind and yeah. she'll fit. Uh, she'll uh, strip um, fitter tonight and I think she's a, a really good each-way chance. She seems like a really good race mare. Yes, like, she is. Yeah. She'll be a good each-way chance. Philly. So, yeah, that's a really good um, – I think it's a really good race to start the night off with and – uh, as we know, she's she's pretty good in the spotlight. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> one, one, of the, one of the fillies that uh, Bondi bought out of New Zealand and he's had a bit of success buying out of the yearling sales over there. And Yeah, and if it didn't get inconvenience, it wins last start. Much like Justin. Justin's had a bit of success over there as well. <laughs> so, But that's a good race to start off. But uh, a good 10-race card tonight at Gloucester Park, all fully um, full metropolitan races as well. So all the uh, all above the uh, metro state, which is good for the the ten race card, Morts. It certainly is. That's what it's all about, Michael. All right, thanks for your time, Morts. Hopefully, uh, we found a few winners with uh, Bomber and uh, Hayden, and great to chat to Madison today as well. That was a really insightful chat. Certainly was. Enjoy your weekend. All right, thanks, Morts. Thanks everyone, and until next week, it's bye for now. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.